Hello, I am Joshua. And I am Jamie. And, and we're, we're going to do Daredevil. Sure, it's people that are listening to us and not cats. Uh, well, we I, we have soothing <laughs> voices, which might help cats. Uh, oh. Anxious cats. Anxious. If there's cats. any anxious cats out there, <laughs> we're here. We're, we're here. here for you. Um, we are still uh, uh, bracketing our we're, way. Yeah, through. we are. <clears throat> yeah, um, we are on to the uh, semifinals. Correct. Yeah, and we're going to do both the semifinals and the finals today. Three matchups. Yeah, and that'll finish up our villain beatdown bracket. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys have been uh, playing along and enjoying the ride. And and what we discovered over the first two episodes, uh, when we did the first round and the second round, um, Jamie and I think very similarly. Yeah, it was we only Stiltman that, that, that threw us, I think, wasn't it? It was Stiltman and, and, the, the, and the Beetle. But mm-hmm. then when they fought Cobra, yeah. you picked Cobra to win, and I picked Stiltman to win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so three quarters of, of uh, our brackets identical. Which is kind of exciting because that means that you know we've been paying attention and, and <laughs> to what we've been reading and yeah, some people have been uh, on on Twitter. Some people have been going through and doing the vote. And, yeah, um, we put up the last few rounds, and a, a couple of people have actually filled out the brackets, which was yeah. nice. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of very lo- different. Yeah, very different. There's a lot of love for Bullseye, which is completely understandable. I love Bullseye. I have a theory about Bullseye, which I realized today. I, I saw someone. Uh, I can't remember who it was. I'm sorry. Someone put on Twitter that Daredevil could beat Batman, and they were partly antagonizing a bunch of Batman fans. And okay, they all came in and said, "Yeah, but what about with the the classic thing with Batman is if he has enough time to plan?" And it's like, "Yeah, but this time he doesn't." Daredevil, <laughs> Daredevil beats him, and I had a thought, and I was like, "I think Bullseye with enough time to plan could beat Batman." Yeah, I think Bullseye could pretty much beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you definitely if you look Superman. At the, yeah, if you look at the fights that they have. It always comes down to Daredevil getting so close uh-huh. that he just kind of muscles over him. And it's great, too, because we won't cover it in this episode, but we'll recover, we'll cover it in next week's episode, yes. how uh, there's a perfect situation where Daredevil just, he knows this right away, yeah. and he's just like, I'm going to take it. It's none of this fighting from a distance crap. It's like, yeah. we're going to go you know fist to fist yeah. right now. And it's he, kind of a brutal fight. It, yeah, yeah, and he's figured it out. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I know people say, yeah, but Batman's the best hand-to-hand combat. With enough training, Bullseye <laughs> could be Batman. Could be. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I like it. Um, and with that note, um, let's go ahead and do it. So which let's side do, Which side of the bracket do you want to start with? Which fight? We have Je- uh, Jester, Jester versus Hyde, Hyde and mm-hmm. then we've got either Stiltman or Cobra versus mm-hmm. Deathstalker. Okay. Um, let's go with, we, we've both got Jester and Hyde, so let's start there. Okay. Go ahead, Joshua. Okay, let's, let's I hear will. your thoughts on this. All right. Um this really came down to one moment for me. Mm-hmm. If you remember, the Deathstalker had, or um, not Deathstalker, Purple Man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Purple Man had gathered all of the, um, <laughs> all Jester mm-hmm. and Hyde and yeah. Gladiator and uh, a Cobra. Cobra too, right? 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, Kobe was there. I, I kind of forget about him. Yeah, and it's g- best. gathered them all together, and they had that that fight. And then there was that one moment when Daredevil smacked Jester, and Jester went flying backwards towards yeah. Hyde, and he's and he like, said, "Help me!" He's like, "Help me, catch me!" And Hyde's like. I'm not going to catch you. What are you talking about? And just lets him go past him. Yeah. And from that one moment right there, I was like, you know what? I feel like Hyde would be superior over Jester. Because mm-hmm. when I really think about it, you've got muscle. Yeah. And obviously Hyde has the durability in the muscle for sure. Yeah. Uh, his, I mean, he's fallen off of a 2000 story building. <laughs> As we tell the, keep telling the story, the building's going to get taller and yeah. taller. Um, but, you know, he, he's, he survived that fall. Jester obviously couldn't do that. So Jester's all about his bag of trips tricks because mm-hmm. he doesn't i mean he's got some good hand-to-hand combat but yeah it's and most, he's good at fencing he's good at fencing but it's mostly his his um, um doohickeys and gadgets that he has yeah. and i don't feel like his particular set of gadgets would do very much against hide no i feel like it's mostly smoke and parlor tricks and those type of things which could help when you're fighting somebody of normal stature normal strength but not hide so um as much as it pains me because i love the jester uh, I, I went with Hyde as making it to the championship game. Oh, nice! That's interesting. I yeah. uh, I went the other way. But okay. Only, my my thinking was, uh, you're absolutely right. Hyde is pound for pound much more uh, durable and and stronger than the Jester mm-hmm. by far. I think it, Hyde might be one of the, the most powerful villains that the Daredevils faced, especially at this period. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that I, I could imagine it going on for a long time. Uh huh. And the jester just keeps just about getting out of the way, and Hyde keeps falling off of bigger and bigger things <laughs> <laughs> until he just gives up. Until he gives up, <laughs> yeah, he just gets tired of it. Um, and uh, the jester just through pigheadedness makes it through. Makes I mean, it through. They, they're both pretty pigheaded. Both of yeah. them are quite stubborn, but um, the jester has a little more planning. Yeah, he's the type of guy that he will figure it out. <clears throat> yeah, 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 he'll figure out how to beat Hyde. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, cool. Well, that's great, Jamie. So we've got a different team in the because I'm pretty sure the next one, the next one, will will probably match. I'm thinking, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. Cobra versus Deathstalker for me, and uh, Deathstalker versus Stiltman for you. Yeah, um, <clears throat> it's no contest for me um, because the whole point of Cobra is that he has to be able to touch you. <laughs> that there's no, yeah. there's nothing good about him unless he can actually get either his hands or his cobra darts onto you. Right. Um, he doesn't have the brains or or the the skill set or even the the bravery to try and do anything other than wrap himself around you. And if mm-hmm. you wrap yourself around Deathstalker, you're dead. Right. So it wouldn't even last seconds. He tries to grab him and Deathstalker phases or whatever he terms it. <laughs> he falls over and then he comes back, touches him, dead. <laughs> he's, he's gone. So Deathstalker into the Great. Um, I also went with Deathstalker over mm-hmm. Stiltman. I feel like Stiltman because he's at his best when he's really high up in the sky. Yeah. And I feel like your mobility, not not your mobility, but your, you're, you're, you're not able to like get in there with that, you know, like... Yeah, your finesse. pivot point is, yeah. is much higher. So. Your finesse fighting, you, yeah. you know, your your fighting style is more big, clunky moves. Yeah. So but the and, higher up he gets, the bigger his yeah. base has to be to move around. Right. So. And and I feel like one thing that Deathstalker always does is he's really good at kind of meandering through the battle. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he's good at phasing in, coming out, phasing. Come. So he's really good at movement. Yeah. He's a movement fighter, mm-hmm. which makes him great in melee combat. So I feel like with you know, Stiltman would just be up in the in the sky and would 
wouldn't be able to do anything up high because he's like, dang, I keep trying to kick this guy and it's not working. <laughs> so he would have to shrink all the way down. And yeah. when he's down, he's just pretty much just a normal dude in a hard in a, shell yeah, of a suit. A tin suit. So. Yeah. And, and and because of that, I feel like Deathstalker could easily do his um, phasing in and out uh, little things that he does and then you know do the, the death touch and, and kill him. Yeah. I wonder if it would go through the armor. That's a good question because it it seems like it's pretty. Even if it couldn't, he'd figure out a way to get his helmet off or something and still yeah. do it. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, that's, that's a good point. I don't know if it would go through the armor or not. Yeah, it I goes mean, through clothes, obviously. Uh, yeah. So you would mm. think maybe it goes through armor. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Well, anyways, this is start for another day. <laughs> so now we got now we have our championship uh, our championship match. The final. The final. The finals. It's kind of exciting that we both have one team, uh, or one not team, one combatant. One com- that's made it yeah, all the way all through. All the way, desk doctor. I was kind of surprised, and uh, you know, you you, you made you, you said try to think of it in terms of what they can do rather than how you feel about right them. exactly. And I think I might have you know the jester might have had a little favoritism just because he is. He's the jester and he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, he's the jester and he's is awesome. So yeah. he's gonna he's gonna beat the owl and Mister <laughs> Fear, um, and hide. Um, except you said no. <laughs> uh, I I went with Deathstalker overall, which I was surprised at. I will be honest. I, yeah. you know, he 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 came and go, came and go, came and went. Yeah, he comes and goes. Um, uh, literally, when he's in the book and when he's not in the book, he's mm-hmm. he's a, a, a thing that's kind of on the peripheral of Daredevil's world, mm-hmm. and you never quite know what's going on with the story until it the the wrap up where um, Frank Miller started drawing, um, and it makes sense. It's such a neat arc. The whole thing makes perfect sense, uh-huh. and he's just he he was such a powerful villain that like Daredevil never really beat him at any point he just managed to push him away yeah. for long enough to have him phase into a tombstone yeah exactly mm-hmm. so it was like a constant push away push away push away and uh so I'm he he, he he and he kept coming back which makes sense in something like this he would keep coming back but right yeah I went for him to win because the jester I don't know his he, as great as he is I just Deathstalker yeah. has this kind of thing about him where if he wants to, he can come wherever he wants to be. Right. And and the Jester, you know, he can wear a mask or he can hide or he can be here or he can be there, but he's still street level. Ultimately. Yeah. He's still, even though he has a, a tower block of tricks and mm-hmm. a pouch full of exploding popcorn, <laughs> it's not going to stop Deathstalker. So right. I went with, went with old Dead Touch. Nice. Um, so for for me, for this fight, what it really came down to was Hyde has a temper, mm-hmm. a big temper. Mm-hmm. And he gets frustrated very easy when things aren't going his way, specifically with Cobra. You know, he gets mad at Cobra all the time. And he doesn't. I know. <laughs> and smacks him around. So because of that frustration, I really feel like in the middle of the fight with Deathstalker, mm-hmm. he's going to get a little sloppy because he's going to get angry. Yeah. Now, if anyone can survive the death touch for a while, I would think Hyde would have some durability to yeah. it. Because um uh if if you know for readers and you know Jamie, if you've noticed, 
whenever he touches Daredevil, Daredevil's able to survive, but he's like, oh, I can feel the pain. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And then he lets go at the last moment for whatever reason. Yeah. Getting hit or something. So obviously Daredevil, for some reason, can withstand that death touch mm-hmm. for longer than a normal normal goon or whatever can. So I feel like Hyde, it would even last longer. Yeah, I think you're I, right. I feel like, you know, like once he's being touched, Hyde's got a, a chance to hit him off before the, you know, he actually gets, he actually dies. Yeah, and the touch is science-based as well, mm-hmm. and, and Hyde is chemically induced. So I don't right. think there would be an element of mm-hmm. science that would come into play. So thinking of those two things, I'm like, I think it really comes down to Hyde being angry and frustrated with the phasing Mm -hmm. he's like why can't i just hit you and would eventually tire himself out because in in every death stalker that we read did it ever seem like it it takes exhaust or makes him exhausted to phase in and phase out no no there was no sign of him being able to tire of doing that it's like him going from one plane to the to the next plane Mm -hmm. it seems like it's just it's flaw it's you know it's smooth it it doesn't hurt at all there's no um, tiredness level from yeah, that. Yeah, the only thing it, it, it seems is that he can't exist solid forever, and that's what he's trying to achieve. Right. That's the only thing. So I feel like this fight would go on forever, mm-hmm. but ultimately, in the end, Deathstalker would win. Be- be- ding. ding. Because, because uh, Hyde would eventually get worn out. And I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but I, I think, I, and then he would pass out, and once he would pass out, that's when he would hold that death grip for a really long time and yeah. kill that mofo. I think it'd be an interesting ending with him holding him being crushed by Hyde while he's death gripping him. Yeah. And it would just be like <laughs> who snaps first, who right. goes first. That would be So you have Death Stalker. Death Stalker. I have Death Stalker. What are the odds of that? <laughs> Wild. And, and and for everyone listening at home and all the cats, this is seriously like we did, had no. We did these separately. We did do them separate. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we both picked Deathstalker, which is funny because whenever you hear of Daredevil's great villains, no one ever mentions Deathstalker. No, no he's one. never brought up. Nope, he's and, not even mentioned as like a, as part of his gallery. I don't think. Yeah, and, and even though he is in Frank Miller's first issue, yeah, you would think that would give him at least some street uh, street cred, and it's a great issue too. Yeah, and he's in from technically from like issue fifty. Yeah, well, when he was or the exterminator, or when he was <clears throat> the um, was exterminator, oh, no, ex- the, uh, the guy in the purple, yeah, <laughs> the purple and white costume, guy. exterminator. What was his name? <sighs> Executioner. The execution, maybe. I, I can't remember something like yeah. that. Um, way back then, yeah, back back when uh, Mike Murdoch was still around, I believe. Could be, yeah. I think it was Mike Murdoch's last um, appearance was up against him from then until one hundred and fifty eight. Yeah. Which is, you know, across easily across a hundred issues. Yeah, in and out. That's why I'm surprised he doesn't get any love because he was such a cool character. Mm-hmm. And I think he would be gr- great to come back in the comics. I think he does come back, but I don't think they handle it very well. Yeah, but if they do handle it well, it would be cool to bring him back again, it just would. because it, it's it, it's a it's a neat idea. Yeah, there's a there's a standalone issue where, um, uh, not him, but the the ghost of him in a way. Uh, comes back in in the low two hundreds, I think, or maybe uh, high one nineties. Um, where Daredevil is uh, goes to his old house, basically. Mm. I believe. I think it's him. I'll have to read that one again. But I'm reading ahead for those for the cats listening at home. I'm <laughs> I'm up into the Andersen year, so I'm getting really 
I'm I'm happy as a clam, but I'm so confused over what happens where, and it's getting <laughs> it's great, but it's uh, well, as long as you know what we're talking about today. I what think are we talking I, about yeah. today? Well, Josh, today man. we're going to talk about uh, two Daredevil issues, and then two tiny little guest appearances. One we won't even really go over because it's just a one panel with with him in it. But yeah, um, there's one interesting thing about that panel, and that's what we'll we'll mention it for. That's the only reason it's going to be mentioned, but. Because we do cover every Daredevil comic appearance. That's yes. our goal here. So. Yeah, including in a few weeks, we're going to talk about how he appears in one panel of a ROM comic. Yeah. Not ROMP. I kind of plosived there. Sorry. ROM, ROM. Space Knight. ROMP <laughs> Space Knight. Um, 168 and 169. 168 yeah. is very special for several reasons. Oh, yeah. Very special. It's... Uh, I'm going to take a sip of water for this one. Is the first issue, the Frank Miller writes and uh-huh. draws and man is it a good one and it introduces oh. a certain character who is um so entwined into daredevil's life now and retroactively and uh tied to frank miller's daredevil life in so many ways um that uh, it would be it i mean she's almost i think she's probably someone someone was talking about how marvel hasn't introduced any new characters for a long time and um this was 1980 1980 yeah yeah now i know that uh oh it's january 81 was the 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 actual cover date but that means it was 1980 who are we kidding yeah because it's still bi-monthly remember the Mm -hmm. last one was november um it's it's, yeah I i think you know there's a tendency now especially with so many avenues of um of self-publishing and people getting their own stories out that a lot of the main the big two comics are less about creating new things and more about um telling story new stories Mm -hmm. or stories with the existing characters and trying to recreate something in there or trying to modernizing yeah adapting them to the times today yeah um but this at this time it was like a free-for-all and mm-hmm. you know, from the period of like 1963, when when Marvel already took off 1962, 63, all the way through until like 1991, everyone was just creating everything, and everyone was throwing everything out there, and a lot of it didn't stick. A lot of it was like, you know, one character who came in, like the the what was that guy called that that uh, worked for Deathstalker? Who kept like there was two versions of him, and he both the both Smasher, of them got Smasher, yeah, yeah, like Smasher. Gone, done, <laughs> done. One issue. Oh, yeah. and oh, we're bringing back for nope. One no, issue, yeah, dead. Gone. <laughs> um, but Elektra has incredible stamp power, and yeah. Elektra has been around. And people don't realize that there was like a huge gap between when she first appears, when her story finishes in this first period, until when she reappears was decades. And it's kind of okay, you know, it's kind of incredible because she's so entwined in, into Daredevil's life. But again. This is 1981. He's been around since 1964, and you just think of her as being part of his life. I know it's cr- it's crazy, and and it helps a lot with because of the flashback in their relationship in yeah. college, which we're going to talk about. Yeah, it and every you... every origin now includes that. Every every time they go back to talk about how Daredevil became Daredevil, it's always mm-hmm. ties back into her existence. And uh, but this is it. Frank Miller introduced her. They spelled her name wrong on the cover. Yeah, I know. I, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say that, which is. Crazy, yeah. I mean, who was the editor? It was uh, it was Danny, was uh, it Danny Jim, O'Neill. 
Yeah, it was Daniel was, yeah, and, and Mark Grunwald as well. And Jim Shooter was uh, editor-in-chief. Yeah. But um, so you, you have, not only do you have uh, Electra, but you have everything that comes with her, which is the hand, which is, you know, the, the mentorship of Stick and all mm-hmm. of that. This is all now coming. Everything is now here. As far as Frank Miller's concerned, this is, he's Daredevil. This is when, the, the, this is the actual moment where it becomes he's Daredevil book, I feel. Yeah. You know, the, the, the and it was such issues. a smart move for Marvel to give to let him write it too, yeah. because I mean, he, he for everything you just said, and and really bringing this character, you know, back up, yeah, making him popular again because sales were down at some point. Mm-hmm. Ended, 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 massively yeah, down. it ended up going to bi monthly as you talked about, and mm-hmm. as soon as he jumps on, a couple issues later, it ends up going back to monthly because yeah. you can tell people are really digging this book. Yeah. It's something so different and refreshing too for, I mean, the, the book steps away from when you think of silver age or bronze age comics, mm-hmm. not, not really bronze, but even the start of bronze age, which we're into now, but mm-hmm. um, you think of the campiness, you think about like, like the silly characters, you think of how beast was acting yeah. in that, uh, in that adventures yeah, um, bouncing crossover around bouncing and- around and, and goofiness, there's really no goofiness in there. You've got subtle little cute things, you yeah, know, you like when he's in, in, in Josie's bar and, and smashing through the window. Mm-hmm. But these are all cleverly written, fun little like pieces to the book. It's not corny. No. And um, with the exception of them continuously at the start of every issue for a while, like inter- reintroducing Daredevil's pa- uh, powers mm-hmm. uh, and how he how he became Daredevil, you know, the through dialogues. Good thing I, you know, he'll, they'll say stuff like, good thing I've got my um, Billy Club, which has 30 feet of, <laughs> of, uh, of uh, cable, cable. cable. And, you know, just so that way for new readers picking it up, they yeah. can learn really quick on the fly. With the exception of that, these books flow together so well. Yeah. And you can tell that it's a piece of a greater, a greater picture, yeah. you know, a much bigger one. Yeah, um, it's a shift in storytelling. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it, it isn't entire. It, it went back to um, uh, Gerber Gerber's run where New York started to become more dragged down and become more of like a dirty city that they just happened to be in. Um, Frank Miller really drops him dead in the center of Hell's Kitchen and makes that a mm-hmm. component of the of the story and and you know it's it's been there but not overtly and and he become he becomes. Daredevil's world is like this area now. This is right. where he works. This is where it operates. Frank Miller has a real, it's it's kind of this mishmash of um, old 40s noir and um, ninja Japanese storytelling that he, mm-hmm. he throws together. And he's talked about this in a few interviews where he wanted to, to, um, to try and blend the two styles of American comics and, and Japanese uh, manga. And, and tried to tell a story that, that moved in a different way. And he plays around a lot with, with paneling and layouts and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which really is new and, and fresh, but it's been, it's been coming. And he's part of that big movement, I think. He's part of that, that, that shift in storytelling. And, you know, you see so much change after this there's a couple of uh, things where daredevil pops up in other books and it just looks so weird because i know so used to yes to e- this exactly <clears throat> it doesn't seem like daredevil's voice no. not even close no yeah but this is this is 168 um do you know why not to go off topic but do you know why um <clears throat> uh marvel didn't try to do a better job of keeping frank miller in the marvel world because you know obviously he jumps over and, and does batman 
Mm-hmm. And, and and even today now he's getting back into doing Batman and he's working for DC. Do you know why Marvel didn't try harder to just kind of keep him um, writing um, Marvel books? He wanted to do his own stuff, I think. And but even still, like I mean, because after yeah. his own stuff, he, he jumped back over to DC again. Well, he he fell out with Marvel because he had a he had a verbal agreement with them that Electra wouldn't be used with unless he was doing it, unless oh. he was involved. And okay, I did um, not know that. Yeah, and in tree of knowledge i think um way up in 300s uh, 320s uh, she comes back and he disagreed with that and he he hasn't worked he, the last time he works uh, for marvel is for the uh, man without fear miniseries mm-hmm. which he does with uh, john Romita jr um and after that he's just basically said i, I don't want to and it's a shame it is yeah it really is a shame it'd be awesome to get him i mean his style's a lot different now, but still, um, yeah. it'd be it would be great to get him back on a, especially a Daredevil book. That'd yeah. be so cool, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'd buy it. You'd buy it. I mean, you know, I, everyone who yeah. reads Daredevil would buy it. Yeah. I mean, you know, but he has a big fan base. Yeah. Um, I think also, you know, it's easy to think to to, to look back in these and go, this this is an important run. But during this period, um, the the comics well shifted. They were very like excited by his appearance and mm-hmm. amazed by what he was doing. And then he became, people started complaining very quickly. Yeah. Started talking about how he was a bit of a hack and some of his storytelling techniques weren't really good. And, you know, there's some there's some crazy letters that you can read from back in that time where they're like, oh, really? Like, uh, I'm not sure about this guy. Yeah. And it happens pretty quickly because, well, it seems to because we're reading in such a short burst. But mm-hmm. like over the period of, what is it, 1981 until 1983, something like that, maybe 84. Um, he goes from being like the darling to the, okay, we're done with him. Move along now. Right. Comics. Right. Yeah. Break your heart, kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so with that, uh, we're going to jump into 168. For those of you who haven't read it, uh, we highly recommend it. It's um, on the Unlimited app. It's in every it, Frank Miller collection. There's yeah. a new collection coming out, actually, which is uh, $250, um, where you get the entire Frank Miller and all oeuvre. Yeah. Oeuvre. Yeah. No, it, I love this issue. And the cover, even with the misspelling, this is one of, <laughs> this is one of my favorite covers. It is awesome. I uh-huh. love the use of the, of the, of the, the black in this yeah. cover. The inking is it's uh, it's amazing how dark it is and, and, and how you can see Electra and she's in yellow and mm-hmm. it, it's just it, it's so cool yeah and it and it really shows it tells you it tells the reader this chick is gonna mean business and she's gonna like be a huge part of of Daredevil's life just from this one image right here yeah you can tell by the fear on his face not the fear but like I guess fear but just yeah it's the emo- shock the, the shock on his face and and. Uh, and we don't get a clear image of her yet, which is also exciting. But it's a good one. It, it's it's great. And like Jamie mentioned, this is is um, Frank Miller's first uh, first full writing um, mm-hmm. Daredevil. Lisa he's credited for. So uh, yeah, we'll jump straight in. And and it's perfect because one of the funnest little side characters in comics is Turk. Yeah, he's he's so cool. And you know uh, he appeared before Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. But it's just fun, you know, how Frank Miller really turned him into a character. Yeah, and he's that guy. I mean, he appears in the Daredevil TV show that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool because he's a character that is, 
you know, he's silly, but he's the guy who thinks he's all hot stuff. But when it comes down to it, he's he's a scared little boy, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, he sings quicker than any <laughs> goon out there, any goon out there. Um, and, he, and it's but his reputation is so important to him. So that's why he always tries to be somebody's lackey. Yeah. Like that's his goals. I, I, I want to jump over. I want to I want to you know, I want to be your number one. Tr- yeah. Trust me, I can get you the goods. I can do this. I know the info. But as soon as Daredevil shows up, thanks to a couple of poundings. Yeah. You know, he a broken jewel here and there. Yeah. He's, he sings. And that's yeah. and that's how and that's how um, the issue starts out. Daredevil yeah. is he's on the hunt for Mr. Slaughter. Mm-hmm. And he wants Mr. Slaughter is as as uh, relegated uh, Turk to like a outlier. He, he he was one of his men, and then if you remember in issue uh, one sixty one, um, when they're in Coney Island with with uh, Bullseye, um, th- he he gets taken out so quickly and has his jaw broken. He's mm-hmm. the guy who has his jaw broken and leads Daredevil to them. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been kind of relegated to this this role of just wandering around, and we cut to him. He's pretending to be blind. Yeah, he's walking through the rainy streets with yeah. a dog, and uh, the I love the the, the spack sound effect. It's, it's such a my. It's whenever I think of the Billy Club coming flying in, I always think spack. You think spack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Billy Club stops him, and Daredevil jumps down, and he says, uh, the, the, he, "He you know says that's a really bad disguise, and I need some information." Basically, mm-hmm. he gets straight down to business. Um, kicks a dog in the face, which is kind of a surprise. I, yeah. I forgot that happened. <laughs> uh, kicks a dog in the face, um, takes out Turk really easy. And of course, Slaughter knows, um, is it Eric Slaughter? Is that his name? Yeah, Eric Slaughter yeah. knows that Turk's useless. So he right. has people watching because <laughs> the whole point is, Turk, you go out there. Okay. And then as Turk walks away, he goes, that guy's an idiot. He's going to sing in seconds. I want you to keep an eye on things. And when Daredevil grabs him to make him sing because he's the, the easiest person to turn take him out so there's this other guy that's uh hiding under and he's got another alcohol bomb right yeah he's got a, a nitroglycerin um he, he's pretending to be a wino but he has a bottle of nitroglycerin oh, okay. okay so he throws this <laughs> bottle of nitroglycerin which explodes <clears throat> which um uh, Daredevil takes Turk and saves him, which is kind of cute. And he knows that he's his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the guy runs. The guy uh, through the bomb. Through yeah. the, there's the explosion. He runs away, thinking, "I've got to get away." If, if Daredevil survived that, then he's going to cream me. And falls over a, a fence. And Daredevil's waiting there. And the guy, I love that. There's a couple of panels where the guy is like, "You don't look so good. You, you, I, I just threw a bomb at you." You're bleeding out of your shoulder. You're not so tough. I think I can take you. And he goes mm-hmm. to pull a gun out of his holster. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call that. An arm holster, I guess. Yeah. Shoulder holster. <clears throat> and Daredevil just kicks his hand. Yeah. And he shoots the gun as he kicks his hand. So yeah. <laughs> it's such a great little sequence. Um, and while this is going on, uh, Daredevil's uh, senses are a bit scrambled because this bomb has gone off. Right, which is a good thing. Because, which is a good thing. Because yeah, peering up, up above, uh, I guess on a... They call it, they actually call it, it, I remember they call it something, um, they call it like a guy wire or something, don't they? Yeah, a gu- yeah guy wire, which I don't know what that is, but y- yeah, it's, it's just like a, a, a... It's like a telephone wire, but... Yeah, it's but, a guy wire. Yeah, come on, yeah. Come on, guy. <laughs> um, Electra is up there, and she's Electra's watching the whole watching. thing, and, and we, so this is the first, this page, it's a great page, but it's it's the first time we actually see um, Electra in the interior mm-hmm. pages, and she's watching, and then this next page is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like we mentioned, Daredevil, his senses are all off, so he doesn't notice that she's up there. And she throws her sigh mm-hmm. and hits him in the back of the head, not with the tip to kill him, 
but with the blunt, um, the, the hilt, the, yeah, the hilt, the butt of the hilt, the butt of it. And, um, it ends up, you know, stunning him. And that's when Electra jumps down and gets some good kicks in. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is that she's going after, uh, this, this guy, she, she's trying to yeah. find some information because, uh, slaughter is guarding a guy called, uh, Ulrich Wallenquist. Yeah. Who is a German. He's, he's, he's done something that, they're trying to find him. Dada was trying to find him because he needs him to clear the name of someone who's been charged with a murder. Mm-hmm. He reveals this in the first couple of pages. He's trying to find him because Ulrich is the real murderer. Mm-hmm. Um, Electra's so, trying to find him because she is a bounty hunter. Right. And she's been hired to get him. To get him, yeah. So it's kind of neat that that both Daredevil and Electra are, they have the, they're both searching for the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, but for obviously different reasons, one yeah. to clear the name, the other to kill for money. Yeah, and uh, so this fight sequence with 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 um, Daredevil and Elektra is, it's very quick. Uh, after she she lays a smackdown on the stunned Daredevil, mm-hmm. she throws her side and is able to kind of capture the informant. Yeah, and Daredevil is on the ground, and she looks. He looks up, and he sees Elektra, and Frank Miller draws her very pretty. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can tell that she he took some time with his face. Uh, or for her face, and Daredevil's looking up, and he rec- obviously he can't see her, but it's the first time we see a clear shot of her face, mm-hmm. including the cover. We don't see it on the cover either. And Daredevil recognizes the voice instantly. It's like that voice. It's Electra. And then after he, that exact moment, he passes out. He passes out, and we get a lovely. We get a lovely flashback. Lovely flashback. And yeah. what's so cool about this flashback is, it's not your typical retelling of stuff that we've already, like we've been told a hundred no. times this is a new story that takes place during college mm-hmm. of when Matt met Electra yeah. and their this relationship pre death of Jack Murdoch. This is just before Jack Murdoch has died. And there's so many parallels to Electra and, and Matt's lives and Daredevil and Electra. The color scheme um, is identical. Almost there's, there's a little more darkness to Electra's costume, but it's still that red Red and uh, black, I guess, or the mm-hmm. shade and the black, like Daredevil. So there's like this this moment where you have these two characters. One of them you've never met before appears, but they look very similar. They're going after the same person mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them on one side of the law, one on the other side. Then we have this flashback that shows Matt, a poor blind kid, working his way through college, Columbia, mm-hmm. um, Columbia University. He's with Foggy, and they're they're going down the stairs, and they're talking about, you know, they're just chatting, doing their usual thing, and then they uh, Foggy trips up, drops all of his uh, textbooks, and um, whilst they're cleaning up, the dean walks by with a very important person who is a uh, it's an ambassador. Um, I'm guessing he's a Greek ambassador because they are Greek, Mm -hmm. and his daughter is going to the college. She's there. She's very wealthy, very well to do. Uh, It's Electra. And she has a bodyguard, yeah. and Matt is instantly smitten with her. He wants to talk more with her, so they they do a little routine where Foggy distracts the yeah, it's great the the bodyguard, and he goes over and starts talking to her, and he says, you know, I'd like to talk more. I'd like to get to know you. And she says, well, he says we can go and watch a game. And uh-huh. she goes, watch? What do you mean watch? Um, I don't get it. You're blind. <laughs> and uh, she says, you know, and th- there's a moment where she basically is saying, this won't work. And he's, and he, you know, 
Matt is thinking it's because I'm blind, but it's possibly because uh, she's yeah. <laughs> she is like she has a bodyguard twenty four seven. Right. She's an ambassador's daughter. They're they're not in any way linked at this uh, stage. Exactly. And what's so cool is, and I do want to mention that he he you know he he pulled a fl- he you know he's he's bringing out all the romanticness. Yeah, he hands her a rose. He hands her a rose to get her when he calls her over, trying to win her over. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a really cool touching moment. But yeah. at this point, when she kind of says it's not going to work, Matt, remember, this is before he's Daredevil, mm-hmm. so he doesn't really care about hiding the fact so much that he's got this these no, he doesn't abilities that, that normal blind people yeah. don't have. So he automatically, as soon as she walks away, he's like, I'm going to show her that I can do stuff and the fact that I am blind that is not my is not a disability for me. Yeah. So he automatically just does this huge flip over this weird looking statue mm-hmm. and jumps it's a very weird statue. It is very weird. And and jumps in front of her and automatically she's impressed like yeah. how did you do that you're blind and and Matt just tells her everything. He tells her the like, entire origin. The entire of, origin of everything. where he is at this mm-hmm. stage. There's also a panel where she mentions that she knows how to she's trained in martial arts. So mm-hmm. again there's that parallel. He's been training himself unbeknownst to Jack. Uh So he's a decent fighter. She's been trained in martial arts, so she's a decent fighter. So there's this constant series of parallels in their life. Um, And he's, you know, he's he's impressed. So he tells her the origin. They go for a little stroll and then uh, he says, I got to go. Your bodyguard's coming back. So she says, you know, meet up. We'll meet up later. Um, Come come Mm -hmm. over to my place at eight. Yeah. And then I don't know if it's lack of time or because they, they've only got a certain amount of pages, but just get it moving. They just get it moving <laughs> at this point. There's one panel where it says, and they meet and they fall in love and they're, they've been together for a year and it's yeah. euphoric. And, you know, they, sh- we see like panels of them. This one panel's like a, a collage of, of different, like them kissing, them cuddling on the ground. Studying and cu- kissing. Yeah. Uh, holding hands. Having a picnic and kissing. Kissing, yeah. kissing in the moonlight. Yeah. It's so it's like a one one panel summation of how wonderful. Yeah. Now, we uh, you know, automatically right there, this you can already tell this is Matt's best relationship. Yeah. Because you know, with with Karen Page and with, with everyone else, there's been torture and all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. He gets a whole year. Yeah. With her, this yeah. is insane. This is. My, the, he, I mean, the fact that he's never brought her up before, obviously, because Frank Miller just created this character. <laughs> but it's crazy to think because this year and this one panel, you can tell. Mm-hmm. He was on cloud nine, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and this is and also this is, yeah. This and this is his first love. This is the yeah. first one. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's it's amazing that they, here's a new character. Don't worry about the rest of them. They're yeah, all, they're all gone. <laughs> this one's the important one. This Pay attention. So, exactly. Um, then we we were a year and year ahead while they're in college. She's still unconscious in an alleyway. Of course, they're probably dreaming this, or, mm-hmm. or we're being told this while he's unconscious. And him and Foggy are walking along. Foggy's talking about being in a. Um, Fraternity. Fraternity, yeah. He's a, he's going through an initiation, and Matt's just like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. I'm going to go meet Electra. It's her birthday. I've got a gift for her. And they get to the building where he's going to meet her, and there is a, uh, a standoff. There's a mm-hmm. hostage situation. And this is crazy because, um, well, I'll just go and tell you, it, it, Electra and her father are being held captive mm-hmm. up, up at the top of the building. But it's just funny because in, a, in addition to this being the first time we meet Electra, and this whole new kind of origin that's being mm-hmm. developed. This is also the first time that Matt really be- does anything superhero. This is when he he first does. This is his first yeah um, uh, role. This is his first costumed hero. Yeah, role. What he does is he wraps a scarf that he was going to give Electra around his head, so you can't see who he is. And he says, "You know, I've been working out. I've been training physically. Let's see if it was worth anything." 
he scales up one of the buildings adjoining mm -hmm. to where the hostage situation is going on and he says you know i've got this radar sense let's see what it can do he concentrates sends out the signal and is able to but i love that there's a panel where he says like um this is I, i've got this incredible radar sense i can hear you know every I, I can hear everything that's been spoken i can hear better than anyone and the next panel is a guy speaking through a ball. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm sure everyone can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything special about <laughs> being able to hear a policeman shout in something. But anyway, the policemen are saying, you know, we have you surrounded, and uh, and the the hostage the hostage takers are inside, and they're like, we're we're in trouble. Let's show them we mean business. Let's kill the girl. And Matt hears this and thinks, I've got to get over there. And we have the first instance of, of the flagpole. We have a yeah. flagpole saving and This him. is such a cool moment for two reasons. Obviously, because, you know, me, me and Jamie, we've talked about it several mm -hmm. times that, you know, he always gets saved by flagpole. Yeah. Um, but he's he's talking about his father and he's talking about how, like, you know, like my dad, my dad is not afraid of anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, fear is, is you know, it's a weapon against fear you. Fear is the silent mind killer. It is. So he's like, I can't be afraid. So w just without even thinking, well, other than thinking that, you know, <laughs> he, he, he jumps. He jumps, he jumps off. It's fifteen feet. He fifteen says. feet, and he and he's able to uh, use his cane and catch himself on the flagpole, and then he's holding it, and it worked, and then he's able to get get into the building. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's cool because it's without a second thought. Like yeah. this is him being forced to use his skills and, mm -hmm. and check to see how good his abilities are on the job training. Yeah. This is not like, you know, practice. He has to do it or he dies. Yeah. And I like that. I like how he mentions his dad and, and brings up his dad and everything. Yeah. And you see elements of like stuff that you, you can imagine after this happened. He probably was like, I've got to work on this part. So yeah. you see the jump. He's got to work on being able to jump 15 feet. That's got to come easily to him if mm -hmm. he wants to be this person. Uh, the flagpole saves him, of course. He uses his cane as a weapon, but it's still just a cane, and it breaks very quickly. He's able to take out a few of the... Um, yeah, there's six of them, I think. He yeah. said there, there are six goons. Yeah, and he takes out uh, three of them. Um, one of them gets off a, a shot, but not at him. It's just that as he's knocked unconscious, his gun goes off. So that sends the others out. Uh, they, they send one per one in the room. There's, there's three of them with the two hostages or the... Um, Electra and her father, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and they say, "Go out and see what that noise was." And uh, um, Matt, as Daredevil, pretty much like the first version of Daredevil, right, runs in, gets Electra to hit the her hostage taker mm -hmm. low, and he uses the broken part of the cane, like the Billy Club that he's going to have in the future, and, and and bounces it off the ground, hits the guy so in the face. Cool. But because this is the the prototype unbalanced version of the Billy Club, which he you know he's worked on it now that it's such a precision tool. Even Bullseye does that that moment where he yeah. catches it and says, "This is like this is incredible. I love this." Mm -hmm. um, it hits the guy and he miscalculates, and the guy smashes. He falls backwards out of a window, mm -hmm. uh, falling. Oh, on. This is this is the first person that he's killed. This is the first person he's, he's killed by, by, by throwing him off of a building. Window. Um, so, I just want to mention he got Electra to because uh, this will come into might come into play later but he gets Electra to uh start fighting because he knows it and because she's, she's mentioned trained. it she's trained yeah. in martial arts so he goes hit him low olive oil yeah he calls her olive oil i wonder why why olive oil yeah uh i guess because she's slim and brunette okay it's just, it's just a Pop, funny it, popeye's girlfriend yeah, yeah. i know it's just, it's just a funny a funny nickname it is i'd be kind of irritated if someone yeah i mean me he could he could have said uh 
Hit him low, Electra. Yo, Electra. Yeah. But, but, but anyways, <laughs> low, low, that, com- that comes low. into play in a little bit. But yeah. so Electra, she does. She kicks him in the stomach. Uh, she the she takes the out stomach. one guy. Mm-hmm. He takes out, you know, there, you remember there's only two left in there. So she's hit yeah. her one guy. He's, uh, Matt's killed the other guy mm-hmm. by throwing him out of a window. Yeah, on, ac- on accident. Yeah, completely. And below, we cut to the cops, and the cops have their guns pointed up towards Trigger the building. Happy. Trigger you know. happy. And they're like, hey, there's a. Someone just got thrown out the window. They're, they're killing them they're, quick. Yeah, uh, ki- the best thing to do is open fire. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what cops... That's And it sucks are. because Daredevil is... I'm, I'll call him Daredevil right now, whatever. Scarf Matt. Matt, uh, you know, gets down low, brings Elektra down low, and tells her father, you know, who's starting to stand up, like, yeah. no, like, stay down. Don't stand up. You know, the, we don't want the cops to see you and think yeah. you're a bad guy. And sure enough, what happens is, is he stands up. They and, shoot him in the back and, and three times. And the cops times. shoot him in the back three times. That's fup, right. Fup, fup. And uh, he dies right away. And yeah. Elektra starts to scream, you know, pa, 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 pa. And uh, um, Daredevil is like, no, no, no he's dead. Yeah. I, I can already tell you right now, his heart stopped. He's dead. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And we have this moment where she goes from this horrified look to just burying all of her emotions. They make mm-hmm. a point of saying, you know, she doesn't cry. She never cries. Even when we're burying him, even later when we're talking. Yeah. And we see, we get the silhouette of the first moment of them being separated. They're, they're back to back. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, I've got to leave. I can't be in this country anymore. I came here. You you have these dreams of justice. I, I had those dreams, but they're gone now. They're dead. And I, I don't believe in the system anymore. The system mm-hmm. didn't work. It killed my father. I'm leaving. I'm going back to Europe and I'm out. And uh, um, she leaves. Matt cries. And then he comes to in the alleyway. And um, he says, you know, he, he, he thinks I haven't thought of her in years. Um, I didn't even, you know, that I don't know why I haven't thought of her in years, but maybe because Frank Miller just created her. He doesn't think <laughs> yeah. that, but um, but he comes yeah. to and he says, "It's uh, she. She. I think she still cares about me because she bandaged my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I had this wound in my shoulder, and I would have bled out in this alleyway and died, but she bandaged before she she left. So maybe she still has feelings for me, but it doesn't matter. She is a bounty hunter. I'm someone who believes in justice. I've got to stop her." So you have that, you know, they're, they're, they are in perfect unison on the mm-hmm. different sides of the same uh, line of justice. Frank Miller, I, I love this page, too, um, where Daredevil is waking up mm-hmm. and then slowly standing up and getting up. But we see some great facial expressions. He's really good at body language. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's cool. Yeah. It, it is really neat. It's very dialogue heavy because he's got a lot he has to say. But I don't know. I, I, I just I really like that page. Yeah. Um, and so that ends up taking us to where we see Mr. Slaughter for the first time this issue. Yeah, and we, fi- and we find out that he's been hired to protect to protect this German cat whose name is once again Ulrich uh, Volenquist. Yeah, yeah, and um, he's a slob. He's, he's a dirty drunk. Slob. Yeah, he's drinking and Slaughter. It's so funny. Slaughter Slaughter's hates a, him, and and it's any any. <laughs> And he, to his face, Slaughter calls him an idiot. Yeah. And even the guy's like, hey, I'm the one that's hired you. Why are you calling me yeah. these bad names? And Slaughter doesn't even care. He's he like, does. he's not even phased by any yeah. of this stuff. You're a coward. Does Slaughter always have a cane? He did, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Slaughter is... Yeah. Uh, Frank, they, they sell him as being an old Yeah, Frank and, uh, Miller issues. draws him very old and uh, yeah. bald with little hair on the side with a cane, always smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right after we see Slaughter, we then cut to uh, one of Slaughter's goons 
who is calling him saying it's the guy that Electra took out with Hosea earlier. That, that correct, the yeah, I should, exactly, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, obviously in a lot of pain in Electra in this moment. We don't see her face, but she's got her size and are using her massive size to uh, to threaten him by sticking yeah. the tip to the um, to his neck. And he's and uh, he goes, Mister Slaughter. I, I know I'm late. I ran into some trouble, but everything's good. You know, Daredevil showed up, but it's okay. Uh, I stopped him before Turk could tell him anything, and that that the shipment that's going to arrive. Um, the, the 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 plane that's going to come in to take uh, Ulrich away. Oh, that's what it, it will yeah, be yeah. there. It's 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 yeah, all right. set. He'll be at the place at four. At o'clock. four, and then we find out that no, uh, that Slaughter is like, all right, it's a trap. You know, mm-hmm. my my guy who's obviously better than Turk uh, yeah. <laughs> gave me the gave me the 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 cue because he yeah. told me it was an hour later than it's actually ar- arranged to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so automatically, Slaughter is made aware that the bounty hunter's on the way, and he even says it's the bounty hunter. Yeah, he says we're going to find out who yeah. this guy is. Yeah. They make a point of constantly saying, "When the bounty hunter gets there, we're going to get him." Yeah, and uh, and then he says, "You know." I'm out of cigars, so he sends another one of his goons to go pick up some cigars, and he's super happy because everything's coming, mm-hmm. everything's coming up roses. Yeah. Um, and we cut to the guy running to the one place that sells his cigars in the village, um, and uh, the guy runs. It, it, it's kind of great. This this uh, this hitman's running along, and he's like, uh, "What's his name? Mickey, isn't it?" Uh, he's like, Mickey, run out and fetch my cigars. And yeah. he says, I'm a qualified hitman. I've got four hits to my name, and I'm just running errands. This is embarrassing. And, and um, I, lo- I love this moment. Yeah. So Daredevil, he's up, he's up high, and he and, and he sees this guy getting the cigars. So he's like, good, you know, I, re- I recognize the smell of mm-hmm. those cigars. He says, I know that, that Slaughter smokes this specific brand, uh-huh. and this is the only place you can get it. So I've been hanging out with yeah. him because I knew that he... But I love this moment because this is a one of those great... Batman moments. I love it. And red, uh, red Batman, red Batman moments. <laughs> Daredevil uh, quickly grabs him mm-hmm. uh, after he's got the cigars and swings t- up to a rooftop. A rooftop, yeah, and holds him over the top. Mm-hmm. And then a Mickey goes, "I'm not afraid of you." He's, he's like, "You got a rep." Like everybody knows, you're not killing. You never kill anybody. And, and Daredevil literally opens his hand and lets him fall to the ground. And then, of course, Daredevil swings down um, with his thirty. 30 feet of uh, tensile cable. cable and uh, saves him right before he hits the ground. Yeah. And what does he say, Joshua? He says, um, uh, okay, I'll talk. I'll talk. Yeah. He says, that's true. <laughs> I do have a rep, but I can keep this up all night. Can, can you? you? Yeah. And I'll, talk, the, I'll, I'll talk. talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. <laughs> yeah. um, so you get, he's, he, the beans are spilled. We cut to the dock side where the, um, the, the aqua plane, what do you call those? I can I'll never remember. Air, air. Uh, Pontoon, no, um, the, the planes that land on water. On water. One of those I, I can't remember. Uh, is waiting, and uh, Slaughter comes out. Electra's standing there, and uh, they they kind of surround her, and they say, and Slaughter says, "Okay, take her." And you know, all these tough guys run out, and they're like, eh, "It's just a broad. We're never going to fight a broad, Mister Slaughter. This is so embarrassing. We're not going." And over <laughs> over like three panels, four or five, well, four or five panels, she basically beats all of his men and with all their weapons. Everyone right. runs out. There's chains. There's knives. There's swords. There's nunchucks, and she just beats them all up. Yeah, it's great. She's there. such an awesome fighter, and I love it. Y- yeah. You're exactly right. She's just as good as Daredevil. Yeah, but one thing she which. Uh, which is kind of sad is that she's taken out by a blow dart mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, is tranquilized and tied down and she's tied 
down and, and sort of says, you know, back in the old days, we would have put concrete boots on you, thrown you in the river. There's no style left in this world. And starts lamenting that it's, uh, you know, that, that the times have changed. And uh, he's he's complaining, thinking, that, you know, we're going we're to kill you, but I wish we could have done it a little more classily. And while this is going on, the lights of the plane suddenly flick on. Right. And the plane start, the engine revs, and the plane crashes into the daredevil uh, the pier daredevil obviously he's blind he, he couldn't see you know how to steer the steer the <laughs> plane but no yeah uh, uh, he, he there's some great there's some great uh, the captions <laughs> are like really great about how the, the the dock is like this old wood and the propellers just chew into the uh, mm-hmm. it's a, like rotten timbers lurch ran by a thousand pounds of tempered steel a madly spinning r- propeller bites deeply into soft moist planks then it dies as its engine bursts into flames and from the flame leaps Daredevil. Yeah, he jumps out and quickly takes out a whole bunch of goons. And yeah. I, there's a great moment where he takes, uh, I think it's two. Yeah, yeah, he takes two of them and just throws them off off the uh, the yeah, dock like It looks, like, it looks like he throws one into the other and just yeah. knocks them off. And then uh, Slaughter, ha- no, it's not Slaughter. It's a uh, Auric. Uh, it's the Volunquist. Yeah, uh, has a gun to Electra, who is is still she's tied up and and seemingly unconscious and he says you know you listen closely otherwise i'm gonna shoot this woman in the head you're gonna turn around and walk away and you have this moment where he walks away and daredevil's thinking i know exactly what this guy is gonna do even without my radar i could tell he's gonna point a gun at me as i walk away and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna hear it and then i'm gonna when he makes his move i'm gonna hear the change in his breathing i'm gonna hear his heart change it, all of the tales are going to be there. He thinks he's got me, but I know everything he's going to do. And right. he thinks, but what am I going to do? Yeah. So he comes up with a plan. He's like, he, he hears Electra's coming around. Yeah. And um, knowing that she's awake, he's like, you know what? This is my best chances. Mm-hmm. It's going to take both of us and we can take this guy out. I'll obviously have to reveal myself, but that's okay. He, okay. do, he doesn't care about that. Nope. So um, at, the, at the exact moment when it's right, he takes his billy club without really even looking and mm-hmm. throws it towards the gun. And, and he while he out. does that, he shouts out, hit him low, olive oil. And Electra, automatically knowing what that means, because they probably he probably called her olive oil all the time. All the time. All the time during that year where they were always making out. <laughs> and Electra goes and kicks... Uh, uh, the German cat in the tummy. Yeah, and then and the, the billy club spacks back. Spacks back and hits him in the back of the head. Yeah. And then Matt goes to untie her and and uh, and elect, or Daredevil does and Lecter goes, Matt, Matt, it is you. And then they make out a little bit and then Daredevil leaves. And it's and it's it's a crazy moment because, you know, well, oh, they'll I should we should also say she cries there and the and, first time. And this is the first time that he's seen her cry. Mm-hmm. Um well he can't see it, but here's <laughs> here's her cry. And so Daredevil takes the German cat and and walks walks away and, and, and yeah, just throws him over his shoulder and and, and and you know he knows at this moment that i'm gonna have to come back and get her mm-hmm. because she's a bad guy now yeah and it sucks but it's something i'm gonna have to do but right now i'm gonna concentrate on this and i'm gonna worry about electra later mm-hmm. such a great issue uh, i love electra i can honestly say she's probably my favorite female comic book character I can't really think of it. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was talking mm-hmm. to a buddy of mine, and we were listing our favorite characters all around. And um, I really like uh, Zatanna a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Batgirl a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, uh, and Wonder Woman, but I think Electra. I think Electra is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Just so many of her stories, obviously Frank Miller stuff. It's just, they've just been so good. Yeah. And she looks cool, too. Yeah. You know, great costume. And I think Electra Assassin is probably, probably one of my favorite miniseries of all time. Yeah. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I think she's a, she's a great character. I, you know, it it seems almost heavy handed now because it's like you know 
Her name's Electra. Her dad died. Um, she's a ninja assassin. It's this, it's this. But it just goes together really well. It yeah. works together really well. And that you, you've seen characters that have tried to take components of it or try and twist things into being like her. But, but I, you know, this, it's such a... It's it's still at that time where Frank Miller is like giving his all to this book. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's putting everything in the 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 writing is now elevated to this this, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I I don't mean elevated because I think Roger McKenzie did a really good job, but he became very dark and very like it was drenched in noir, and Miller takes a little foot off of that, keeps it there, but takes it into this new direction, which really works. Every character suddenly becomes very vibrant around him it's not just daredevil and then like you know faceless people shouting mm-hmm. look there's daredevil yeah it, everyone has a little bit of character and he's establishing everybody's role in the book and right. he just gets it he just right out the gate he's like got this fully formed character who parallels the hero perfectly and just he sells her perfectly she's yeah. great yeah she is really really good um so that's that. Uh, that was 168. Now we're going to talk about 169. Uh-huh. And, you know, Frank Miller, cha- you know, he's, he, he's adapted, not adapted, he's changed lots of Daredevil's characters, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of put his own twist on them. And mm-hmm. the twist that he put on these characters ended up holding. You know, like, you know, whenever like a, a new writer comes in and they, you yeah. know, kind of adjust the backstory or yeah. they make they them sound, it a they tweak bit. it, it doesn't really hold or really change it that much but frank miller he changes a lot of these characters yeah. he did it with um even though he was only co-writing at the time he did it with um gladiator yeah mm-hmm. you know he kind of completely changed gave him. him a name gave him a name and made him um almost a good guy a guy that yeah. doesn't want to be bad that's doing it and then with with bullseye kind of the same way because this issue is where you know the tumor really comes into effect mm-hmm. inside of um, Bullseye's head that makes him kind of crazy. And it's a it's a it's a very neat uh, way of the last time we saw Bullseye, and you mentioned this, he has that terrible breakdown, right? Which is kind of unexplainable. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And now they're really playing into that, and they're saying that this tumor in his head is yeah. making him go crazy in the sense that he's. He's well. He's obsessive. He's completely obsessive over the fact that Daredevil bested him. Yeah, and it's killing him. Yeah, literally killing him. Or it's the tumor. It's it's one of those two. Yeah. Um, it's a re- it's a really uh, neat way of mm-hmm. of taking a character that is you know has has been the, the goofy showman character mm-hmm. that he when when he first appeared to making him completely dangerous mm-hmm. and deranged. And then he, yeah, he does it so. So uh, he gets that that but do you brushed aside. S- but do you see changing. what I mean? Do you see what I mean though? Like when Frank Miller com- comes in and adjusts a character, it holds. Yeah, like it really does yeah. because this is the bullseye that we kind of know today. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, this issue starts out, and uh, he's been released because we found out that you know uh, he he's not really a bad guy. It was the tumor that made him kill all those people. Oh no, that that comes later. What happens is, uh, it, it, it's right. The the first thing that happens is that Matt is a guest on a chat show. Uh, Tom Snide, uh, good evening. To- and this is, this is like classic Frank Miller, which is you get a page where it's just TV screens and a lot of dialogue. So it's it's a quick overview of the story. Yeah. And what happens is that they reveal that um, Bullseye escaped. He, he was oh, that's about, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was about to go that's under right. surgery for that's the right. tumor. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So there, he, there is one other thing as well in this. Uh, yes. They, they mention and the. Uh, they, they mention Matt, and they say your recent involvement in the controversial Angel Dust murders, which I think is either Frank Miller saying, like the controversy of the Angel Dust storyline, which 
got pushed, which we mentioned last uh-huh. uh, last week, um, is his way of saying that. I don't think it's like a slip up in in continuity. It's just like him. It, Frank Miller seems like he's a little obsessed with angel yeah. dust in New York at this <laughs> stage. To be perfectly honest, um, but uh, yes, yeah, right, yeah. He's, he's on this new. He's on this uh, chat show, and they mention that they cut to a, a, a news. Uh, a, what do you call them? Like a breaking story. Mm-hmm. Um, that Bullseye's escaped and they cut back to the studio and Matt's gone and um, he's now he's changed into his Daredevil costume right. gone yeah, to so the hospital where r- r- Bullseye was being uh, having surgery to remove the tumor right and and uh, we find out there's a whole bunch of dead bodies yeah we, we get we get like a real it's two pages of like complete getting you up to speed so we yeah. can get to the story and the st- he goes there and he meets up with the the, the current policeman who's bothering who is um, bu- 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 uh, Nick Manny- Man- Manolis Manolis yeah who, he's there and he's like uh, you know he's that that perfect like beaten down cop who's just standing there like this is getting on my nerves now you guys he doesn't like Daredevil either doesn't like Daredevil no, he but doesn't. he's not as harsh as Lieutenant Rose Lieutenant, yeah smart. that's what I was going to say <laughs> yeah. um, and um, while they're there they're talking about how Bullseye came to he, he held his breath when the anesthesia was being used during the surgery, yeah. uh, came to killed the three surgeons and a couple of policemen, or a couple of surgeons and three policemen. I can't remember. Oh no, three policemen. He kills three policemen and the surgeons. Um, cuts his way out and escapes. And then while they're doing that, the doctor who's been treating him peers there and says, "There's something else you should know." They're saying, "I want to show you." Then it cuts to Bullseye walking through Times Square and. All he can see is Daredevil. Daredevil everywhere. Yeah, everyone is Daredevil. Everyone, and it's great because the way that he draws, uh, Frank Miller draws these people too. It's not everyone that like they don't look identical to Daredevil, but they're no. just wearing Daredevil costumes. It's, so it's all these so, different body shapes. Yeah, and sizes. yeah. So yeah. many different body shapes. Yeah. You have you have pudgy. You've got yeah. And what's great too is like they're wearing accessories. Yeah. So someone will have a scarf on, a yeah. hat on. One of them has a beard and is drinking alcohol. Like yeah. Lying in the street. Uh, females. There's females as kid. well. The, the, yeah. Their, you know, their hair is coming out of their mask at the end, but everyone is wearing a um, Daredevil suit, and you can really tell here that that he's totally infatuated. Yeah, he's insane. His he's eyes insane. are like his pupils are so dilated yeah. that he barely looks like he has eyes. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he says, "I've got to get, I've got to take care of this. I've got to these guys. He's going to beat me unless I beat him first. So what he does is he he just beats. A handful of people, maybe even killing a bunch of them. Yeah, and it's great because it, it, it talks about how it only takes four seconds. Yeah, and and there's four panels, and each one is it says four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second, and it's literally bullseye, uh, who's bald at this point, uh, and and he's just wearing a like a like a he's hospital, grabbed like a, a trench coat, a trench coat, his hospital, hospital gown. gown yeah. yeah, and uh, he's just going through and just beating everybody up and. And uh, lay in the smackdown, and then yeah. eventually, oh, he does. yeah, he does kill someone. Doesn't yeah, he? oh yeah. Um, and then he's, he's like, "I killed you! I killed you! I killed you!" And then all of a sudden, it goes away. Yeah, and and he says they're turning back into people again. Right. But I, I won't stop until I've killed you all. And then he says the, the they all have costumes, and mm-hmm. I don't have anything. I've got to get a costume. Too bad Melvin Potter wasn't around Melvin at this Potter point. Yeah, is probably just the, he would have done a better job of making the costume. Yeah, but he, goes no, to, he goes to, goes a, to a tailor. Yeah, he's like, I need a costume, and of course the tailor makes it exactly to his specifications, and it looks identical to the bullseye outfit that yeah. he had before. And after he kills, um, well, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't some doesn't guy comes he, to pick up a, a, yeah. a suit that he's been that he's been waiting to have so he Taylor kicks him. the door and, so and gets smacks him, and says, him down uh, yeah you know, I've, I've got my suit i'm ready i can take on anyone now and then suddenly he drops and he screams because his brain is on fire 
and something's and he, he thinks it's Daredevil doing something to him, but it cuts back to the hospital and we see the doctor who's explaining that Bullseye has a cancerous growth mm-hmm. and it's going to kill him unless he gets treatment. Um, and there's a moment where uh, Manolis is like good, mm-hmm. let him die. He's worthless. Yeah. That guy is nothing but a yeah, killer. And, and this is a huge moment for Daredevil because Daredevil says, you know, like, you know, we're not, we're not the judge. Like, yeah. like we can't make the decision. We on, should bring him in. Yeah. Let him get the treatment so mm-hmm. he survives and then try him. And then try him. And, and, and that's the way it should be done. And of course, obviously, Daredevil's part of a minority here when it yeah. comes to people that think that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, Bullseye has gone into a movie theater and he's watching a movie. He's watching uh, The Maltese Falcon. The Maltese Falcon, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, he's just sitting there smoking a cigarette in the theater, which is funny. And he's just trying to concentrate <laughs> and he's trying to just like, you know, he's trying get, to get his bearings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just trying to relax. And there's a couple of uh, idiot film goers, you know, people that, you know, they're talk, film buffs. They're, or, sorry, they're, film buffs who, who talk throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And it starts to eventually, uh, you know, get to him. And, and, uh, and he screams out because his head hurts again. And then the guy behind him is like, hey, dude, I'm trying to watch this movie. Yeah. And of course, he sees Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. So he goes onto a spree where he's fighting everyone in the the cinema, except for the two geeky movie buffs yeah. at the front who are talking about what a great movie it is. And there's one guy who's just like, are "You kidding me? I wanted to watch this movie." And there's another fight. I'm leaving. Yeah. So I don't know how many fights were going on. In <laughs> there's pro- probably lots of fights in in uh, movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets up and he's like, "You can't even get here." He says, "You can't win." I finally get to see Maltese Falcon and what happens. And he's walking through the street complaining about this fight. And that's how Daredevil finds out Daredevil that, uh, he is, that yeah. uh, Bullseye is inside of the, um, the movie the Bisbo, theater. The Bisbo Theater. Yeah. And he drops down and says, Where, where's the theater? And he says, it's over there. Go get him. So uh, we have a brief uh, cut back to, to the storefront, the storefront. Which, which, which still looks different every time they show looks it. so different. <laughs> F- uh, it's Christmas time. Um, Foggy's, you know, wearing his Christmas hat and mm-hmm. everything. And... Uh, we got Matt's other two ladies. <laughs> so many ladies in There's Matt's Becky life. There's Becky and uh, Heather. Heather, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're hanging out and they're saying, you know, it's not a party without Matt here, which is... Yeah, uh, yeah we got we got to go find him. Yeah, which is kind of wild because he's every party I've ever seen him at, he's so, just brooding in the corner. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so now we're back in you the theater. You could put a mannequin in the corner and you it could. probably be as effective. It's as exciting as so that. He, so, um, but, yeah, so, so you have this moment where, where Foggy, uh, he says... Uh, you know, it's almost like this guy leads a double life. And uh, Heather, of course, knows and she goes, oh, didn't you know about his double life? And then so makes some crack about him being a lion, lion tamer. Yeah. And uh, they all Barnum laugh. And and he goes, working at Barnum and Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, anyway, I'm going to go. It's been fun, but I'll see you guys later. Tell Matt I'll give him his present when he gets home. And Foggy's like, what's the present? <laughs> but he's like, leave it, Foggy. Yeah. Leave it. Not now. Not now, <laughs> son. He's like, uh, n- n- yeah, never mind, Foggy. Um, so now so we're back at the theater, the theater and uh, Bullseye is uh, beating up a whole bunch of, uh, you know, just normal. Imaginary daredevils. <laughs> yeah, they, they happen to be really buff. Um, and uh, Daredevil shows up. And he, he does the whole speech. You he know, says, he, stop. And, yeah, and, and yeah, Bullseye I'm, says another one. And he goes, no, no the he, original. Uh, yeah, I am I am Daredevil. He's uh-huh. like, Bullseye, you're sick. Let me help you. Yeah. And Bullseye is like, never. He has he doesn't want anything to do with it. He is, at this point, he has gone completely berserk. Yeah. And it's only has bloodlust. Uh, he just wants to kill uh, Daredevil because he yeah. wants the pain to stop in his head. So, so they, have a, they have a little close fight. And as we've mentioned in the past, um, once they get to... You know, close combat. Uh, Daredevil excels, and so he he's able to kind of he gets, take him down yeah. pretty easy. But then Bullseye 
gets out of it. He, he manages to use his feet mm-hmm. and kick 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 the back of. It's a weird little uh, way to kick somebody, but yeah, it, it works. It works. It, it's enough that he gets away and he's able to grab one of the two geeky moviegoers at the front who are oblivious. Completely, to the, they're, they're so engrossed to, in the movie. In the movie, yeah. And uh, he basically says, "Back off, or I'm gonna kill this guy." And and it's devil backs off a little bit, and then Bullseye throws the the blade that he has mm-hmm. into uh, Daredevil's shoulder. Daredevil drops to the ground. Um, he's it's kind of wild. He's stand. I didn't realize he's standing on the back of the, the chairs, the chairs, the yeah. chairs. Mm-hmm. and he drops into the aisle. Um, and then we have a quick. Yeah, cut. I love this little moment. This is Electra. She shows up. She's yeah. like, I need to go talk to Matt. Like you know, we haven't talked since I you know, since what happened on the yeah. pier and I need to talk to him. And as he shows up there, we've got Heather who is, uh, inside of, of, you know, a very lingerie in the shadows. Yeah. Electra climbs into the apartment and finds a, um, a, a statue. Sculpt- a, it's a little sculpture that, a, that a Heather's sculpture. got made for Matt. Yeah. And it shows an angel. It's like an agony and ecstasy angel, uh, demon entwined together, I guess. Um, and it says, to Matt, all my love, Heather. And Electra looks at this and then just smashes she, it. She throws it against the, yeah. wind, the mirror. And that's when... Uh, that's when, when uh, lingerie Heather comes yeah, out. Yeah, she it's comes like, out. Is she, you? She's yawning. And Electra sees that, uh, you know, obviously... Pretty young lady. There's I'm a pretty out. young lady. I'm out. And she goes. So that's the only appearance. That's her only appearance in this issue. Yeah. But it's just kind of a, ni- a nice little throw-in just to show that... Uh, because we don't know elect- what Electra's feeling. Like, in, in, no. the, la- in the last issue... When this whole thing went down, we don't really know if she I mean, obviously she made out with Matt, but like that her feelings are still what they are, or yeah. that you know she still has good in her. She could be completely evil. Mm-hmm. Um, so this just is a moment where we kind of find out. Okay, so there is something that yeah, uh, potentially there, something bubbling. There is. There's a spark that can, that can be going on. So yeah. so now we're back at the, uh, we're the back at the theater. The theater, yeah. And our our bud, our our same um, cop dude, what's Manolis. His name? Manolis shows mm-hmm. up, and Daredevil's explaining everything. And uh, he says, you know, I was lucky. I used my hand to stop the blade yeah. from going in too deep, but I'm kind of bleeding. Can you yeah. get me a band aid? And then they're kind of they're looking around, and they find uh, uh, some lozenges. Some, yeah, some. Um, um, Prescription lozenges that says, you know, this one one of the people he grabbed has a really bad cough. cough. So we cut to two blocks away, and uh, Bullseye has taken the the guys. He's gotten them to take him to his their apartment, and he's just standing there. They've got posters up of Humphrey Bogart and uh, James Cagney and people like that. And, and and Bullseye says, you know, I used to watch movies back when, you know, these guys were heroes. But you know what? Sometimes in real life, bad guys win, and. Um, um, Daredevil does a little detective work back at the the theater, and he says, "Well, you know, these these lozenges uh, indicate that a guy had a really bad cough, mm-hmm. and he can he can follow the smell. He can follow the smell." He says, yeah. "Bullseye is a smoker. That's going to irritate this guy's cough. Mm-hmm. I need to find out where these guys are." So he does his thing of jumping up and kind of going into a meditative state on top of a building, where he's like, "I'm going to listen to the city." And this is something that, that another thing that sticks from Miller's time, which is listening to the city, the idea of yeah. him going up and opening his senses right. out to the whole thing. And he's able to hear everything. And he hears every car, every radio, every TV, every kettle, every clock, every tap dripping, every blind rattling against the. And then he hears a cough. He thinks, okay, I've located them. <clears throat> so he goes for it. And then what we we cut back to the film buffs apartment and, um, 
one of them's coughing and Bullseye says, you know, you got to stop coughing. It's driving me mad. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, dude, you got to stop smoking. It's driving right. my cough mad. Right. And then he, he has a, a brain burn and he drops to his knees and he's like completely helpless. And the guy picks up a, a statue, kind of a, a, um, a concrete statue, and thinks I'm going to smack his head, but, you know, I don't want to. It will kill him. That's not who I am. The burning stops. And Bullseye says you should should have killed me when you had the chance because now I'm going to kill you. That's so cool, though. I, I really like I really like that moment a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the cha- the coloring in it. It's yeah, really cool. They, they go neat. from like this, the light changes as the guy is getting closer and closer with the statue, and it becomes very sinister, and then it backs away again. Right. So Daredevil, um, at this point, he jumps in through the window because he was able to track the coughing and the, yeah. the throat lozenges and, and all that stuff, and he finds. Uh, you know, he finds Bullseye holding the two mm-hmm. movie buffs. And, and you have what is it, probably, uh, uh, definitely at this stage, you, the start of what is the most brutal fight between Daredevil and Bullseye at this yeah. stage. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So they both go at each other. And I mean, every hit that they land sounds like it does some serious damage to mm-hmm. someone or something. Right. So they fall down some stairs and he almost yeah, breaks they, his they're, they're, Bullseye they're, kicks him in the jaw yeah. and almost breaks his jaw. It is pretty vicious. The fight ends up going down to they the subway. They fall down into the subway, yeah. And uh, there's more kicking and smashing. And at one point, Daredevil like punches a. Uh, he punches a, 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 a. What are those a, called? A, um, like a. Uh, what? Are, yeah. What are they called? What are they called? Why am I blanking on this? Uh, he punches a. Um, it's. <laughs> well, it's a pillar, but like. Um, it's a metal. Like a metal, girder or something yeah. like that. Um, but and what then, happens is he, you know, he says, you know, my my senses are going to be scrambled down here. The noise. The 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 fact that it's such an echoey place i'm gonna mm-hmm. have trouble finding him so um what i've got to do is i've got to get close to him that's the only way i can beat him is to get close because when i'm close i can hold him and i know where he is and then i can hit him and it's in this fight is crazy i mean yeah. like at one point daredevil takes his hand puts it on dare uh, on bullseye's head and smacks his, smacks head, his head into the, the rail yeah. i know and uh Gerda. Girder, <laughs> and uh, so just more pow and, yeah. and hitting and everything. And Daredevil, we got a shot of blood just dripping off of his chin. Yeah, and then and then and then his hand, while he's standing up, his hand goes on on the rail, and he can feel the vibrations of the subway c- uh, car, knowing that the train's yeah. coming. Yeah, he, kno- so, he knocks Bullseye out completely. Yeah, and he's lying he, prone on right. The, so the Daredevil, tracks. Daredevil won the fight, and now he is stuck with a decision that he has to make. So I'm on the uh, we're on the tracks right here. I got to get off, obviously, or else I'm going to die because this train's coming. Bullseye's body's there. I have a choice to make. I can either A, leave him be because, you know, I got to get out of here and save myself. Yeah, and I'm weak. I don't I'm know weak. If I can yeah, I don't him. even know if I can do it. Or B, I got to try because it's the right thing to do. And he, and he really even takes a moment. Like, there's a couple of panels where he's like yeah. looking side to side. What yeah. do I do? This man has killed so many people. If I save him, you know... Anybody that he kills from this point on will be on me. Yeah. Do I really believe that this tumor can be taken out and that and that that'll all happen like it's supposed to? And then he'll go to court, get, go to prison, and justice will be had the way it's supposed to be. Or is he going to escape again? Mm-hmm. And is he going to kill more people? What do I do? And ultimately, as you can, everyone can imagine, he decides to try to save. Bullseye, and and he's successful in it. And then after that, he's talking to the same police dude, and he's like, and the police guy's telling him, you should have let him stay. You should have killed him. You should have killed him because now what's going to happen is he's going to go to court. He's going to say the tumor was the reason he was Mm -hmm. killing everybody. He's going to hire some fancy lawyer. He's going to get some liberal judge. He's going to lay him off. Mm -hmm. 
and that's what's going to happen. And in the the episode, the, the episode, the the, the uh, issue ends with the doctor saying that the surgery was a success, that mm-hmm. they saved the bullseye and removed the tumor. The page where he goes through that decision, I, it's it's an incredible page. It's fifteen yeah. panels, and Frank Miller and uh, he he does an incredible um, amount of. The, the, it starts and uh, time slows down perfectly. Like the whole thing, it's one comic page, but you can look at it for for forever. It's Looking so at good. The, the, ti- the pacing of it is incredible because mm-hmm. the panels get smaller and smaller and smaller. The words kind of vanish and, and, and drift away as he's thinking, as he's thinking, as he's thinking. And then, like, like I said, it's 15 panels and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of them have text in them. Yeah. So almost... Almost exactly half of them, and the text, text. is all is it's, it's all, all it's the inner turmoil, the, yeah, the inner thought of say, Daredevil, yeah. yeah. And then the last seven um, are him making the decision to and, do it and getting the body out. It, of the way. it is it is such a good page. I always feel like you know when a writer can and an artist too, mm-hmm. when they can they can tell so much more by yeah. not actually having any dialogue. Yeah. Oh, that is so true in this page. Yeah. It, it's great. And 15 panels. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. That's such a, it, that's perfect. It, yeah. it doesn't happen enough anymore that mm-hmm. they have um, a bunch of panels to, to show time right. slowing down. There's very few artists and, and, and writers that allow so, that. So when this, so as this issue ends, as we already talked about, you know, the cops telling him that, you know, this is all on you. If he kills anybody, he's going to yeah. be set free because the, the tumor was the one, or he's going to plead guilt or crazy. You know, it wasn't yeah. him. It was the tumor that made him do it. Daredevil's explaining, he's like, this is the right decision. We have to trust in the law. That, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. And and it's, it's, it's if, if we start making those choices, then law doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Which is basically and, and he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not so much now, but like later on, especially too, you know, once we're getting into the modern age of comics and stuff, there's lots of times when Daredevil's going to have to make these same decisions. Yeah. And there are some times when he makes decisions that are the opposite of this. Yeah. So that's exciting. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what we're going to cover today for the regular series. And we have yeah. two cameos. We have two very quick cameos. Yeah, we're not going to spend much time on no. them. The first one is in Amazing Spider-Man 218. Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, In Manhattan Stalks a Monster. and It's, um, it's a great... Spider-Man issue, yeah, and it's it's um, John very Ramita, interesting. John Romita Jr. Jr. Is draws it, yeah, and we've got a, a which it may be the first time that he draws Daredevil. Daredevil. I mean, he draws Matt in this well, yeah, first yeah, issue, it's just but Matt, it's yeah. still. I think he's Matt is perfect. By the way, yeah, I, I don't think like there's it. an yeah. He's whenever I think of Matt Murdock, I think of uh, John Romita Jr. as Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. So the so the issue is Spider-Man. He's fighting this 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 new it's monster. That's it's a combination of Hydro-Man and Sandman. So he becomes Cement Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they fell into uh, while they were fighting. They fell into the water or something, yeah. and they turned into this one monster. And he's like a golem. He kind of just trudges. But along. he's huge. He's though. huge. He's, and he's there's huge. one woman that both of them loved. So there's this like drive to go back. Spider-Man's camera breaks a few times, so he can't sell his. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson can't get those tasty. I want those tasty Spider-Man pictures. So this monster ends up. This monster ends up going to this uh, lady that that loved both of the. Yeah, that uh, it's just a slobby. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Pominously, they they both both of the bad guys loved her before they turned into this monster. So um, while he has her. Oh, so so that's when we get to the cameo with Matt. We got to a cameo with Matt, which is it's a week later. Um, yeah, he grabs this woman. The police arrest him. A week later, Matt Murdock appears in a courtroom on behalf of uh, 
Sadie Frickett is the woman and her friend who is the concrete man or whatever. Um, uh, He says that, uh, yes, Sandman and Hydra-Man are wanted criminals, but this new thing is Is, neither of them. It's neither of them. It's a new person, so therefore it constitutes a new individual and that individual is innocent of any wrongdoing. And, and of course, like, and of course, interesting. And of course, Matt agrees with this. You know, yeah. this is actually the argument. Isn't this the argument they use for Magneto when he goes up on trial? Is that because he was de-aged to a child? It technically means that he's not guilty of any and of his past crimes because he's a new person. Boy, that's law, a, that's law the, is really screwed up the, in the, the Marvel, Marvel universe. universe. Yeah, <laughs> new person. You law. do not want to be a lawyer yeah. in that. Uh, so what ends up happening is is th- this guy that um, is I guess becomes her agent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ends Travis up, Rave. Travis Raves ends up taking uh, this new monster and uh, what's her Sadie. Sadie. And they do this new show. Yeah, uh, it's a big hit. It's it's a big Sold hit. Out. It's like a Broadway type show, yeah. and the monster li- literally just stands there, and all the audience looks. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, what is it? It's and huge. then the monster sees. And they're just dumping water and sand on yeah, him, so yeah, it gets bigger it, it and gets bigger. bigger. And then uh, so Sadie, no, uh, the monster sees Sadie making out with her agent dude. She runs up and he says, "It's a yeah. hit. We're a star." And then they they kiss, and the it monster gets super gets mad. Angry. It gets angry. So Peter Parker changes into his Spider Man outfit and t- helps start to take down the monster mm-hmm. who just wanted to be with her. And yeah, and it he, does a recreation of yeah. King Kong pretty much where they climb up a building and then yeah. um, they, he falls they, and gets crumbled. They release a gas which uh, kind of breaks up the sand and water and yeah. he crumbles to pieces. And, and that's pretty much it. They, 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 I, don't know, I, I do like that they scoop him up at the end yeah, and put him into Yeah, it. it's like Clayface. You yeah, know? Save so all the pieces. They sweep up the, the new... I, I doubt this monster will come back any, anytime I doubt, soon. I doubt that very much. Yeah. And well, Sandman does, Concrete so maybe, maybe they were able to separate it. But anyway, yeah. so that was that little guest appearance was just uh, Matt in court with Foggy when, yeah. he, when that monster was on trial. So that, that was it. And then uh, and then we have Marvel 2 and 1. Yeah, Danny right. O'Neill wrote that one. I didn't. I, I forgot. Right. Uh, the Marvel Two and One. Um, the only reason, again, it's another. It's um, uh, She-Hulk is in in court, and she is uh, she. Her and Spider-Man are talking. Um, no, it's uh, before she meets up with Spider-Man. She walks out of the court and walks past um, Foggy and Matt as they're walking along, and Foggy says, "Wow, she's really like interesting, isn't she? Great." Um, she-Hulk's pretty cool. Hey, Matt, you even listening? And the only reason this is interesting is that Matt is thinking about this person called the Kingpin. And it's the first time that I think we see him mm-hmm. engaged in that world. And he's thinking, this character called Kingpin, I've never met him. He's nothing to do with me, but it's kind of interesting that this guy is like such a criminal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I should really look into him more. There's something shady about this character. Right. And for all of those uh, of you listening at home who know that name, know that name, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about next episode. Next episode, it's we gonna will be. it's gonna be a fun one, guys, yeah. guys and gals, because uh, the you kingpin know, must die. Yeah, and the kingpin is. I I can finally say it with pure honesty. Know, pure <laughs> honesty that the kingpin. There's a very good chance that the kingpin is going to become Daredevil's new arch nemesis. Very good chance. Very good chance. Yeah. You can say Bullseye is, but he's since because he becomes kind of more of a hired gun assassin type. I I don't really. I think the kingpin, who's the more of the mastermind, he mm-hmm. he gets he gets the he wins the belt for yeah. um for arch nemesis, and I'm just, I'm excited about because I know I've been joking about it for the last thirty some um, podcasts, but it's. He's my favorite. 
I love Kingpin. He is so so awesome. Mm-hmm. And the and the best part about him is is he for the most part just talks. Mm-hmm. And that's all he has to do is just talk. And Frank Miller shapes Wilson Fisk in such an amazing way. Mm-hmm. And I, and I and I can't wait to talk about it. It's great. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. That's next episode. Yeah. So make sure you guys tune in. Yeah. And, and tell your cats to keep tell listening your cats as well. Keep listening. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. You know, you know where to find us. We're all over the social medias and the the and the and the, the, the iTunes and places. The, the places and everything. Yeah. If you listen to us on iTunes, then if you could uh, rate and review us, that would be helpful. Or even yeah. just rate us because it helps bump us up in the yeah. the charts. We want we want more people to listen to us. Yeah. Give us sure. some some star ratings, even if yeah. it's one star. We yeah. don't mind. Yeah. We won't be hurt. The cats. Some cats might. Maybe your cat accidentally presses on one yeah. star, <laughs> and we'll just think it's that. We yeah. won't. We won't dare let in any of the. <laughs> but thank you all for listening. Yes, I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie, and we, we just, just did Daredevil. Daredevil.